We have to be tapped into our desires, what we really want. And they matter because they are tied, they are anchored and rooted in our fullest expression, our purpose. Hello, friends, and welcome to the first episode of the Make It Inevitable podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zamora, and I am so excited to be here with you today having these conversations. This will be a weekly show. I will be doing solo episodes, quite a few of them, actually sharing my own stories and lessons from the journey, as well as bits and pieces of the processes that I really live and put into practice in my programs and with my one-on-one clients around how we make the impossible inevitable. I'm also going to be having some incredible guest experts, people who have made the impossible happen in different areas, as well as people who are in the middle, in process on making the impossible happen and have insights to share from that messy middle space, which we've all been in, as well as guest experts who can really help supplement the tools and processes that I teach with their own frameworks and methodologies and insights and wisdom around specific areas that I may not necessarily have experience in. So we are going to be having a lot of conversations about how we make the impossible happen. A little background in this first episode, why this is important to me. I have always said that purpose is my purpose and purpose to me is about showing up and being who you are and doing what you feel called to do, contributing to the world in the way that only you can. And these things that we desire so deeply that feel impossible and out of reach are rooted anchored in our purpose, in our fullest expression. And so in my mind and in my work, it is insanely important that we bring these things to life for ourselves and for the people around us. And so we'll be talking a little bit about what purpose is on today's episode, as well as throughout the show. But I have spent the last several years studying what it takes to make the impossible happen. I have a library of books that have supported me with this work. I have done a variety of programs and trainings and worked with and learned from different mentors and experts over the years. But most importantly, I have put these lessons and teachings into practice. And I have looked backwards at all of the times that I have personally made the impossible happen in my life. And I can see all of these frameworks and lessons and teachings at play. And so the last few years, especially, I have put everything that I have learned together into a five-phase methodology. We will cover that in more detail in the second episode on the show. But I have spent so much of my time really testing out these theories and these practices, really understanding the order in which we move through things, how and when we bounce between different steps of the methodology, and finding and practicing ways to teach it to other people so that they can start implementing it as well. And the results have been incredible in my own life and in my clients' lives. And so I'm really excited to share that with you. And something really important to understand about this work is that it's not just intellectual. It can't be. There is the intellectual understanding of the frameworks and the lessons and understanding of your own role within the methodology. So understanding your own patterning, your subconscious strategies, your personality, your energetics. Like There's so much to understand about yourself and how you work, as well as so much to understand about the methodology itself and why it works when you work it in the order that you're meant to work it. And you have to live this process. 
This is something that I harp on in my writing. It's something that I harp on in my programs and with my clients. And it's something that I have to remind myself of as well, because it's so easy to slip into intellectual, to move with a fake it till you make it kind of attitude and mentality and way of doing things versus really fully embodying and living this work. Everything that I teach you, the methodology especially, is meant to be lived. It's meant to be adopted as a completely new paradigm, an operating system that drives everything that you do and who you be in the world. It is not just a downloadable worksheet, even though we have those to help you supplement this work and integrate it into your own life. It's not meant to just be step one, two, three, I did the things, I I understand them, it makes sense, cool, why isn't my impossible dream becoming a reality? This is all work that you have to live. You have to integrate it on such a deep level that it becomes your worldview. It becomes the foundation for literally everything that you think and believe and do and say and how you move through and engage with the world. So I will be harping on that quite a bit throughout this show because it is so important that you must understand the energetics and embodiment piece. And we will have whole episodes about that with plenty of techniques and practices and ways that you can start to integrate this work. So please know that you will be supported if you subscribe and you continue listening to these episodes. They are set up and stacked in such a way that they will build on each other over time and we will bring in those additional conversations with guest experts and people who have made the impossible happen so that you can further understand and integrate this work. I have found personally that seeing the methodology modeled by other people in their stories and their journeys, when you understand the framework, you'll start to see it at play with people who have made the impossible happen. But we're going to be having conversations on this show where we actually go through together someone's journey of bringing the impossible into reality. So moving it from impossibility to possibility and into reality, those are all different steps and stages and aspects of this work that I'll be teaching you. And so you're going to see it at play, modeled in a variety of different stories with a variety of different incredible individuals. So I'm really looking forward to sharing that. But again, I can't stress enough. You have to live this work. And there will be aspects of this work that are very challenging to understand let alone embody and live because they go directly against your subconscious programming and our subconscious mind works very hard to keep us in the known and familiar. So there will be a lot of challenging moments along the way with these conversations that we're going to be having and the invitations that I extend to you to put this work into practice because it's great to understand it. Understanding the work gave me a certain amount of leverage in my own life, in my own healing, in my own growth, in my business, in creating a life that feels really truly aligned for me. Understanding has its place. Understanding gives us enough leverage to be conscious to what's going on, to be conscious to what it is that we need to be doing, and to understand why it's important and how it works. Understanding, however, does not produce the results that we're ultimately looking for. If you are listening to the show, there is something that you really deeply desire, something that you want to bring to life in yourself, in your relationships, in your work, in the world that feels impossible, that to date has been impossible for you to manifest into a reality. There's something that you want. In order to bring that into a reality, you have to live the work. We will talk a lot more about what that means in the upcoming episodes, but I just wanted to lay that foundation for as you start to listen to the things that I share. If you download our free workbooks at stephaniesmore.com slash podcast, if you listen to the things that the guests are sharing, remember that there's two parts to this. Listen and understand 
get the intellectual understanding of what's being shared with you, how it applies to your situation, your life, your personality, your goal. And two, how do you live it? How do you live and embody the work and make it a part of who you are versus something that you do? So let's talk really quickly about why this conversation matters, why it matters that you bring your impossible visions to life. Like I said, purpose is my purpose. And purpose, very simply put, is to show up be you and do what you feel called to do. Contribute to the world in the way that only you can. Living our purpose, showing up in full alignment in our fullest expression of self is the ultimate contribution. It is such a gift to the world and to other people in ways that we don't always see. So when we think about purpose, when we think about legacy, when we think about doing the work that we're here to do, we often think about tangible contributions. I made this impact. My name is remembered in this way for this thing. I created something that will live on beyond me, that will be tied to my name. And this need for our legacy to be tied to our name, for us to be remembered, for us to leave something tangible, otherwise our life was for nothing, that's ego-based. When it comes to our legacy and our most important contribution of living our fullest expression, it is how the world is better, how other people are better, because we existed. And the only way that we can have the ripple effect of contribution that we're meant to have is to be the person that we are here to be. So I believe very strongly that our purpose has been hard-coded into us since before we were born. So the seed of our fullest expression, the seed of who we're here to be and the work that we're here to do, the contribution that we're here to make, has been hard-coded into us. Our purposed expression, the way our purpose expresses itself, changes based on how life shapes us and the times that we live in. So the way that we express our purpose, the way that we contribute to the world, will shift and evolve as we move through life. As things happen around us, as life shapes us, as other people bump into us in relationship or just out in the world, as things happen in our society, in our world, with nature, with our environment, all of that influences the way that our purpose expresses itself. But I believe very strongly, like I said, that the seed of who we're here to be is hard-coded into us. And we're meant to grow into that fullest expression. Something that a mentor of mine shares that I believe that they learned from their mentor is this idea that if you were to plant a seed for tomatoes and you watered and you tended to that seed, it would never grow into corn. It would always grow into a tomato. And the same is true for us. There is a certain seed of who we're here to be, of our unique, full expression. Our contribution is being who we are and showing up fully aligned and fully expressed. So the things that we desire, that we truly desire, our desires, not things we think we should want, not things we desire from a place of ego, but our true desires that call us forward. They are rooted in our purpose and our fullest expression. So if our most important contribution is showing up fully aligned and fully expressed as who we are here to be and moving through and engaging with the world and contributing as that person, our desires are a piece of that. They're a piece of our purpose expression. And the thing about our purpose work that's really important to understand it's not just the work that we do. So the, the way that you make money, even the things that you create, your purpose work is contribution. 
everyone's contribution is different. And the only time that scale and scope matter in relation to our contribution is whether or not we are living to our highest and biggest scale and scope of our purpose. Are we showing up fully expressed? Are we staying small and safe? Are we playing it safe? Are we doing what others want from us? Or are we really showing up in our fullest expression? One contribution is not more meaningful or important than another. Some people want to go out and they want to change industries. They want to save the environment, stop global warming, cure cancer. And others want to write and create art and raise children. Others just want to live the life that they're here to live, to travel and explore and jump off mountains, whatever it might be. That contribution matters in ways that we can't always understand, and it impacts and influences in ways that we don't always see that aren't necessarily tied to our name in the ways that our ego would like our legacy to live on as. So we have to be tapped into our desires, what we really want, and they matter because they are tied, they are anchored and rooted in our fullest expression, our purpose. So our contribution is to show up and be us and do the work that we're called to do, to contribute. That's our work, to contribute to the world in the way that we are designed and wired to contribute. So it matters. If there's something that you deeply desire, it matters. It's important. It's a part of your purpose and a part of your contribution and inherently a part of your legacy. And that is why this is so important. Something that has been really important to me throughout my life and my work has been the concept of personal responsibility. And the ultimate form of personal responsibility is full alignment and full expression of self. Living true to your purpose and who you're here to be is the ultimate form of personal responsibility. And with this world that we live in, for so many different reasons that we'll cover, we don't live our fullest expression. We live small, safe, shrunken lives for whatever reasons we feel compelled to or are forced to. If we're not living our fullest expression, we're not contributing. And at this point in our world, it's so important that we're all contributing in the way that we're meant to, not in the way that we think we should or we think we have to. We need more people who are showing up fully expressed. And I know from my own experience and from working with so many clients in different capacities over the years that on the path to living our fullest expression, there are so many impossible seeming obstacles to doing it. So while there's so much in my body of work that I feel is really important to touch on, this conversation of making the impossible inevitable encompasses and encapsulates all of it. In order to make the impossible happen, we have to address your subconscious programming, your winning strategies for staying safe, secure, and successful, and how they ultimately hinder your ability to manifest the things that you desire for yourself and your life and your work. We have to talk about healing your deeper trauma, processing out anything that's been stored in your body, clearing anything that's been unresolved. You can't live your fullest expression when you haven't done that deeper healing and growth work. We have to talk about the difference between doing and being and what it means to be in energetic alignment, to be on the frequency of your desires and your fullest expression, and to move through the world embodying a certain way of being versus just faking it till you make it or doing the things that you think you should and only creating incremental changes around things that you already know are possible. We have to learn to move through and engage with the world in a completely different way. We have to learn how to create what we desire regardless of our circumstances. Most people feel like they don't have the resources, whether that's time, energy, money, support. 
to create what it is that they want. Time especially, money and time, go hand in hand. We have to learn how to collapse time. We have to learn how to engage with the world and this frequency-based universe in a completely different way to produce all of these different results and outcomes that have felt impossible to us, but only feel impossible because of other pieces at play. Because we are operating from a paradigm that doesn't support shifting the odds in our favor, making the impossible a reality, causing what we want to start moving towards us. There is a way to engage with the universe differently that produces different results. This conversation about making it inevitable, whatever it is for you, is so important to me. And the conversations that we'll be having, the things that I'll be sharing and teaching you over the course of this show are so important to me because they come up so frequently with every client. Everything that we'll be covering is essential for you to live your full expression, for you to have the life that you're here to live, to contribute in the way that you're here to contribute, and to bring into reality the things that you deeply desire. We have to touch on all of these things. They all build on each other. You'll see that as we go through the conversations. Everything weaves with everything else. Everything stacks in a very specific way. You will move through and around this process in a very specific way. Everything comes down to subconscious programming. Everything comes back to energetics and embodiment. You have to be constantly healing and clearing in order to do this work. And that is why I want to have these conversations with you because there are far too many people who give up on what it is that they feel called to create, who they know themselves to be or who they're here to be, on the contributions that are so important to them, the life that they're here to live. Far too many people give up so quickly because of not understanding, first of all, how this process works, but also not having the tools and resources and leverage to live the process fully. The truth of the matter is you couldn't desire the things that you want if they weren't inherently possible for you. Again, these have to be your desires. And that doesn't mean that they will automatically come into fruition. Possibility is not a promise. Possibility is a call to action. And it's a call to act in a very specific way, a very different way from what you've been taught about manifestation and goal achievement. We will talk a lot about the types of actions that we have to take and the energy and frequency that we need to take them from throughout this show. But everything comes back to desire. It has to be something that you really want, not something you think you should want, not something that your ego desires for some ego-based reason. It has to be a true desire that comes from your heart, your soul, your deepest self. That makes it inherently possible. Possibility is not a promise. And even if we learn to live this process and move towards it, that doesn't always mean that what we envision, especially the big things, will automatically come into fruition in our lifetime. But striving for them, organizing ourselves around these things that we desire, these things that call to us from our soul, from our purpose, will move us so much further along than we could ever get by playing it safe and operating from old paradigms and old ways of being. So it matters that you do and understand and live this work and bring your impossible desires to life because it's part of your purpose, it's part of your contribution. And it doesn't have to look the way that you think it has to look. It doesn't have to be this thing that transforms industries or changes the course of civilization. Whatever your contribution is, whatever you desire to create matters. And I use myself as an example of this. Yes, I have a business. I have a body of work. I have things I am called to create that have an impact, a contribution to the world in a way that makes sense to most of our brains. And I have spent the last six months getting myself into a camper because one of the things that tugs at my soul, one of my impossible desires is to own land in the mountains, 
to homestead, to live off grid. And in bringing that dream to life and moving towards it in living this process and taking the first steps of getting a camper and moving into that and learning more about off-grid living, I have inspired so many other people. I hear from people all the time that what I'm doing is so inspiring to them. And these are not only people that want what I want. Some of them do. Some of them see me bringing it into reality, and that inspires them to start living the work around the same goal or dream. But there are a lot of people who see me doing something that they would never want to do. They don't want that life. They don't want to live in a camper. But me living my fullest expression has a ripple effect. It's inspiring other people to live the process, to learn what they need to learn, to heal what they need to heal, to move through the world differently, to bring their impossible desires and vision to life. Our fullest expression matters. It is our greatest contribution. So it is so important that you take those desires seriously. And I would venture to guess that most, if not all of you, have been surrounded by people that do not think big, that don't go after their impossible desires, that do whatever it takes to maintain the status quo, to stay safe, secure, and successful within reasonable limits. People who think it's cool maybe to sometimes dream about something bigger for themselves and their lives, but who don't act on it. So let this be your safe space. Let this be a space for you to engage in these conversations, to start exploring what it means for you around your impossible desires, to start experimenting, to start connecting to other people that serve as an expansive example of what's possible. Even if you don't want what they want, the people that we'll be having on this show are amazing, incredible humans that are in process or have already made impossible things happen in so many different areas of their life. I will be sharing my own stories as well. I have some great stories from the journey of how I have made big, impossible things happen rapidly, regardless of circumstances, in opposition of what should be possible based on past timelines. And that's the thing about making the impossible inevitable. The past is wholly irrelevant to what is possible for you going forward. That can be hard to really embody, Again, we can intellectually understand what that means. Okay, I can start from where I am now. I can be present in this moment. I can start moving differently. I can start moving towards what I really want. Doesn't matter what happened before this moment. We can understand that intellectually. To actually live and embody that is a whole other story. That means healing and clearing anything from the past that keeps you hooked in. Healing and clearing and repatterning your subconscious around what it feels is safe for you to go after, to move towards. It requires a whole new operating system, a whole new belief system, different way of thinking, a new set of habits, a completely different way of moving and acting, engaging with the world around you. I will hammer this home. I am repetitive on purpose. Repetition is the mother skill. All of the greatest minds know this. It takes repetition to really anchor these concepts in. First, to have the intellectual understanding to make it a part of your thought process, your belief system, and a whole lot more repetition to build the muscle and the skill of living it and embodying it so that your big, impossible, purpose-driven desires can become inevitable. So in short, the show is an invitation to engage with life differently. And I am, again, so incredibly, unbelievably excited to finally be releasing this podcast. It's been brewing on my heart for the last several months. And I have been having a lot of these conversations in different spaces behind the scenes. And I am so excited to put them out into the world in a way that anyone can consume and learn from and integrate into their life. And I would encourage you to check out our free workbooks. So if you head on over to www 
www.stephaniezamora.com slash podcast. That's where you'll see all of the links to subscribe. You'll also see the latest episodes and you will see two workbooks that we have created for you to go along with this podcast. The first is the methodology for making the impossible inevitable. It will walk you through the five stages, phases of this methodology, which is a matrix methodology. So it will introduce you to the methodology that is the foundation of this show and every conversation that we'll be having. And it will help you workshop and actually start doing the work around a specific desire and goal for you. The second workbook is all about stopping self-sabotage and navigating through the terror barrier. We will talk about the terror barrier more in upcoming episodes. It's something that happens the moment that we move differently, that we move towards something that we desire that feels impossible, that we do our healing and growth work, that we start to show up more fully aligned and fully expressed. And it is a direct result of our subconscious trying to keep us safe by keeping us in the known and familiar. So if you are in a space where you are already triggered or you are starting to move towards an impossible goal and it feels like everything is getting chaotic and all of your stuff is coming up and it feels impossible and overwhelming and the only option that you think is available to you is to revert and go backwards and to make do with incremental changes around things that you've already experienced as possible, you are likely in a terror barrier. So you can grab that workbook over there and yeah, thank you for being here with me. Thank you for joining me for this first episode. In episode two, we will dig into and unpack the methodology on a high level. So this methodology for making the impossible inevitable, like I said, is five phases. It is a matrix. We will be going into that so that you have an understanding of how it works and how it will be at play throughout the rest of the conversations. And in episode three, I'm going to be talking very specifically about our subconscious winning strategy. This is the strategy that we have put into place to stay as safe, secure, and successful as we have been up until this point, but it's actually the very thing that keeps what we want impossible. So this is a very mind bendy, but important conversation to have and to do the work around. So I can't wait to share those episodes with you. And I have so much more to share with you. So thank you again for being with me today. And I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today and being a part of our incredible community of purpose-driven individuals. If you are ready to put these teachings into practice in your own life, head on over to www.stephaniezamora.com podcast, where you'll get access to our collection of actionable and easy to implement workbooks. That includes our renowned methodology for making the impossible inevitable that's helped hundreds of individuals worldwide get into motion on their most important goals. Plus our comprehensive guide to stopping self-sabotage and navigating the terror barrier with more grace and ease. We'd love your help in getting the message out and growing our community. So please take a moment to share this episode, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. I'll catch you in the next episode.